0: Time for sex, the podcast, cause sexuality is tough, and okay, sex just isn't good enough, no, time for,
1: time for sex. Hello everyone, I'm so glad that you are here with us today. I have a wonderful special guest, Nestor from Sanomind. Mind is here with me today. I'm so excited. I, yeah, I'm gonna stumble all over myself because I'm, I'm just super excited to have Nestor here with me today. So I wanna jump right in. Nestor, tell me a little bit about how you came up with the idea for this app.
0: All right, uh, so I'm gonna try to make this um, not long because I usually, the story is pretty long and it's, it's really hard for me to summarize it, but I'll give you the, the, the key points. So as far back as I can remember, since I was, I guess, a young kid, my, um, so first of all, my parents gave me everything I wanted. Um, my dad was a bit more on the quiet side. My mom was like the man of the house and the woman of the house. But, um, my mother, like she would always get angry and, and she would take a lot of anger on me and get mad at me for things that I I didn't understand why she was mad. Um, so I got a lot of verbal abuse from my mother. Uh, I mean, like the nastiest things that a kid could hear from their parent. And as I was as I was getting older, it just got worse and worse. And then when I became a teenager and I found out, you know, what depression was and anxiety, I kind of figured, oh, I might have depression. Um, and then I, and I, I was in Catholic school my entire life. Um, they had nothing, nothing about um had no counselors, nothing about mental health. Uh, so I had no clue what was going on. I just thought I was stressed and sad. And now I, now I figured like, Oh, I might be depressed, but, um, Latin community, there's, if you think there's a stigma in America about mental health, then, you know, go, go to Latin America and there's a even double stigma on mental health. They, they just, you know, they call you crazy. I mentioned it to my mother one time. I said, maybe we should go to, to counseling, and as soon as I said that, she goes, "If you're crazy, I'll send you to uh, Kings County Hospital, and that's a hospital in Brooklyn that houses like really, really, you know, people uh, with psychotic issues." So I I never mentioned it again, and I just thought, you know what, I'll be strong and, and I'll get over this. And throughout my teenage years, it just got worse and worse. And eventually, in my early twenties, I um I attempted I attempted suicide, and I attempted twice, um, and I mean, it was really a call for help, but I mean, if I was that bad enough to try to, you know, um, end my life, then something was going on. But thankfully the second time, um, the second time that I tried and, you know, I, obviously I'm still here, I'm alive and I'm thankful, but I, I, I told my mother, cause we were having an argument. And I told her what I did. And I forgot exactly what she said, but she called me crazy and said that next time that, you know, I should, I don't know, I should be successful and killing myself. So something, something, it was a switch that turned on right there. And I said, well, you know what, she's never going to change. And I can't go on like this. And I do want to live and I do want to be happy. So that moment I decided to make a change in my life, I started looking for a therapist and I went online, uh, I Googled therapists, I came to psychology today. And I started calling therapists and leaving messages and emailing therapists on through psychology today. And two things that was very frustrating. Um, It's hard to choose a therapist on. I just say psychology today because that's the one I actually use. But yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's hard just reading a bio and seeing a picture and not really knowing or understanding like if this person is right. And then the second problem was a frustration was, Therapists weren't calling me back or emailing me back. And when they did, um, they would say, oh, I'm booked or I don't take your cases. I'll refer you to somebody else. And when I called it somebody else, they would they would give me the same thing. It was a runaround. So it was really, really frustrating. And even thinking back of it now, when I talk about it, I get really, I not angry, but I get really frustrated inside because, you know, was, the problem is, you know, it's finding a therapist and getting connected. But um, anyway... So, I decided, you know what? I'm just going to try to look for some help online, some self help. I've read that there are a lot of self help books out there. So, I went on Google and I started searching for help with depression, anxiety, stress, you know, suicide. And I came up to uh, a YouTube page, and she was a licensed, uh, licensed therapist, a psychologist, um, and she had hours and hours and hours of video content on YouTube. And for about I don't know, a month to three months, um, I listened to everything she had on there while I was going to work, coming home from work, getting ready for work, and to me, that saved my life because everything she said to do, I started practicing. I would listen to a bunch of videos again over and over, and I, I don't know what happened, but six months to a year, I I never wanted to, I never wanted to kill myself again. I mean, I. No, I go through up and down periods, you know, a little anxiety, a little depression, but now I know more about it. So I know how to, you know, practice self-care, but she really saved my life. And I, and I looked for more content like it and there was nothing, nothing on the internet or YouTube. And if there was, it was really short content or bad or something recorded like from the eighties and it was terrible. So that's when I got the idea, wow, it'd be great if we can have this content in audio form. Because I just used to play the audio, not watch the video, and where where people will come to one app or website, and as soon as they're feeling something, they can just come on the app, open, and find what they want to listen to and feel a little bit better. Because you know, people that don't have money to go to therapy, um, or people just finding a hard time to find a therapist, they can make a better decision if they're listening to a therapist, and then they can they can you know, it's a more personable feeling. I think when you're listening to someone because you kind of feel like you you know them after you're listening to them for so long.
1: That's absolutely true. And Nessar, first I want to say thank you for being so vulnerable with your story. I think your story is, and terribly so is common that it's hard to find a therapist when you're, when you're in the most, when you're needing the most help and, this having, being able to have an audio access to a therapist, even if it's record pre-recorded, I would imagine it felt like comfort. It's, it's almost intimate. It's in your ears. So it's, it's there and it's there for you all the time. Would you say like that, that kind of intimacy was helpful to you?
0: Yes. Yes. It was, it was so helpful. And, and just I mean, there's there's science behind um, audio con- audio just in general, whether it's sound, music, or listening to things that it it stays it stays in your in your head longer. And I just I, after listening to all her content, I felt like I knew her, and I was like, oh my god, I want to see this lady. But she was she practiced for so many years, and then then she was just putting content out there. But this was about eleven years ago, so I I never saved her name because I wish that I would have saved her name to, to contact her or something, to tell to thank her.
1: To being able to hear that as a therapist, that a piece of audio and video was so instrumental in your healing. I do. I wish we could, we could find that therapist because sometimes we don't, even, we don't ever get that feedback. We don't ever get that feedback of how we were helpful to someone, even if we were helpful to somebody just briefly on their life path. So I'm one, I'm, I'm so glad that you got that out of that audio because now you've created something that is going to, I think, help a lot of people. Do you want to talk a little bit about how the app works?
0: Yeah. So it's, it's really simple right now. Um, it's the first version and there are going to be more iterations and updates and features, but right now it's basically like a podcast platform. Or, or, or an audio player. So you log in, you sign up with your email and, and password. You immediately come to the front screen, and the front screen has all the all the different categories um, that you can listen to: depression, anxiety, PTSD. Uh, we have I, I put new new uh, categories that say new content this week, um, and I try to update it every week when I get new content uh, featured. Um, you know, some of my favorites, I'll put them on featured. And now, recently, I added another category called um, "Meet Meet the Experts," which is where if you haven't submitted content or you're a little shy or don't know, you know, if you're open to it. So all I ask is for every therapist to send me just a minute intro of who you are, and I can put up your profile, and you know, at least there's something for people to get to know you to hear who you are. Um, so yeah, it, it's audio content, but every every therapist that provides content has a, um, a, a profile on there because I, at first I wanted, you know, my whole mission was to help people help people. But as, as I started building, it, I said, wow, this could actually be a tool where therapists can, you know, get their name out, attract new, attract new clients, or maybe, maybe attract speaking engagements. Maybe, so, maybe someone is, maybe they help somebody so much. And this person, I don't know, is a director at some event and says, Hey, I would love for you to speak here. So I, I think it could be a help for many people.
1: Absolutely. And I think I, you've already started, like, um, if you all aren't already aware, I am featured on the app as well. I'm going to be doing a lot of the sexuality stuff. It's going to be really fun. But I, Nestor's already connected me and other therapists through Instagram because we're, we're both on the app and so we share each other's things and and try to get more more and more reach to be able to help as many people as we possibly can or at least be able to connect with other therapists say say I'm not licensed in a specific state but I do know oh hey I know this person on the app is I can make sure that I can connect that person to the to the therapist that would be the best fit for them so Nestor I think this app is going to have an impact that is, is going to be absolutely huge. So if you were to think about like generally the impact of mental, what this app can do for mental health, what are kind of some of your hopes and dreams for it? So
0: a couple of things. Um, one, I hope obviously it helps people that, um, don't have money to see a therapist, don't want to see a therapist because they're kind of shying away from it. Um, I hope it helps therapists attract new clients, um, put their put their put their voice out there to help people and you know attract new opportunities. And I, I really want to build a a great brand around Santa Mind to to make to make to make it as cool as going to the gym. You know, everybody posts about oh I'm working out, you know, I'm biceps, chest. Well, I want people to, when they think mental health, they think Santa Mind, you know, this is a gym for my mind, and you know post about it. Like, Hey, I just, I, I went to therapy today. I worked on this. I worked on that because I think the mind is a lot cooler than the body. I mean, the mind is amazing.
1: Absolutely. I think that's a wonderful way to think about it. Like that we actually work on our bodies. If you go to the gym, if you exercise, or if you spend time and walk with your family, but we don't talk about, Hey, I worked on my mind this way today. I saw a therapist today or, you know, my therapist said this interesting thing and I've been trying to work on this thing about me. And I, I think thinking about it in the way of like a workout for your mind is absolutely wonderful. So do you think that generally and not only just with mental health, but sexual health as well, that this app will be able to kind of reduce the stigma? Oh uh, Yeah, I
0: mean, I, I, I definitely think it would and I would hope so, because that's I, that's like another big issue that that has always crossed my mind because you know, I know parents are uh, I'm not a parent yet, but, uh, you know, they're scared to talk to, about about sex with their with their kids. And then what kids do, because this is what I did, I learn it from other places, you know, and and then you I, I don't know, I just think it's better if they hear it from either uh, obviously the parents, but also, you know, someone like you speaking about this content. Because I was just at the, I was just at an event, um, I think Tuesday morning at Child Mind Institute, and they they have groups um, where they go out and and provide mental health help and talks to high schoolers, and um, a lot of what they do talk about too is is about is about sex, and they educate them on sex because if if someone is not doing it, then they're learning it from somewhere else, and I think it's better if they learn what it's really about that way. Because I think there's a big stigma around sex, you know, with little kids. But um, I think if, if they learn when they're younger, then I think they'll have a better, I, I don't know, uh, not sex life, but like understanding of what it really is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's definitely going to be part of my role in the app for Sano Mind is that being able to talk to kids and teenagers about sex is something that is so important and provides them context that they won't get from the internet. The the internet will often show them exactly what they're looking for, but will not give them the context of relationship and will not give them the context of what actual sex looks like. I often say to my clients and I say to friends that porn is a performance. It is not actually the way that sex typically works for most people. But there are many kids and teenagers who are getting a lot of their sex education from pornography. And it doesn't mean that porn is inherently bad. It just means that a kid would get a lot more understanding and context from a parent that can help them understand those behaviors rather than just seeing video or seeing pictures and seeing things that they don't understand. Yeah, exactly. I agree. And um, I think you were you and I were talking about before uh, we were recording that um, you had seen some things um, during that training about consent. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Oh,
0: yeah. So the biggest thing that stood out to me was that um, they said a lot, majority of the girls told that these are high school girls, majority of the high school girls expressed that they didn't know that they can take back consent. So if they go out on a date to the movies and I don't know, they're making out and they say, oh, yes, I will have sex with you. And then they go back to, I don't know, wherever they're going to have sex. They didn't know that they can then tell the guy, oh, no, I changed my mind. No. So that that really stood out to me, because I mean, when I I knew, you know, I didn't know much about sexual health, but I knew no men know whether if it was whether if they change their mind later on or not. I I just couldn't believe that young girls didn't know that.
1: Right. And it that consent is fluid and that it's something that is can be a constant conversation. And it doesn't necessarily have to be clinical and and very prescribed that it can actually be when I'm talking to teenagers or when I'm talking to adults about this, because oftentimes adults don't understand this very well. That it can it can be a conversation that brings you closer together with the person that you want to be physical with that it can be that you can, you're expressing what you want and how you want that. And all of that goes under the umbrella of consent. So I'm really glad that you got to experience that, that training. That's really cool. So when you think about uh, your creative process in, in, in creating this app, because sometimes people don't think that technology is creative, which absolutely is like what was kind of your creative process in developing the app itself
0: so first and foremost i looked at my experience and all the all the troubles and the frustrations that i went through to actually find a therapist oh and then when i when i when i when i was looking for content it was frustrating not to be able to find anything or having to search deep on Google or even on YouTube and go to like page 100 to find a 30 second clip on what depression is. So I took that and I tried to make at least this first version as simple as possible because when someone is feeling either stressed anxious or depressed, they they need something they they would like some some help or something right away. So that's why even if When you come on the app, if you're not, if you're not subscribed to the app, you can hit um, sneak peek and it takes you to the front screen. So I wanted the front screen with the content front and center that you can do. It's two clicks and you're listening to something immediately. Um, Another thing I wanted, I wanted it to be private. So a lot of people used to ask me, why don't you make a video? And two reasons I didn't make a video is one, um, you know, it's video is audio is hard enough for therapists. I mean, you you start including video, you know, people don't want to do that. And two, do I really want to sit, or will I sit and watch some a therapist just sitting down and talking? Oh, so audio is perfect because you put it in your pocket; it's in your headphones on the gym, on a walk, you know, wherever you are. Um, but I also go into I go into Facebook groups and anxiety, depression, PTS groups, and I, I just read and and I see what people are saying, and I try to. I try to understand what they're going through and, and then I just map it out on, I have a whiteboard and I just put ideas and I, I build wireframes um, and I build them into prototypes and I, and I test them uh, myself and, and friends and I, I get feedback from them. Uh, and all for that, then, you know, I'll build the app and put it, I'll put the update out for, on the app store. Uh, and then I try to get feedback from the therapist and the users. So I've been getting a lot of feedback from people that are um, listening to it, and the number one thing feedback that I get is, "When are you going to get more content?" Um, therapists really don't give me um, a lot of feedback unless I send them a message um, privately, um, but even then, um, I, I won't I won't hear back from from many. But Instagram has been amazing for me in regards to um, meeting new therapists and just getting myself into that community. And I have met some amazing people just like you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I Instagram, ex- was I was so excited to connect with you and connect with some of the other therapists that are on the app. And one of the things I want to make sure that um, you and I do is continue to like get this out there because I think you're absolutely right. There's an intimacy in audio there. It is difficult for people to find therapists through, you know, other means. Oftentimes it's through referral. So kind of like you experience. And sometimes that doesn't always work. So this, this would be an excellent way for somebody to not only get to know a therapist, but start to get an idea of like, Oh, who might be a good fit for me? Oh, this person actually works on depression and anxiety, or this person works for works in trauma work, or this person does sexuality work like myself that and this person would be the best fit for the issue that I have. And I have that person with me all the time. So maybe you can't call your therapist every day, but you could listen to maybe a meditation uh, or some tips, or you can listen to a way to be able to cope in the moment. So I think that's one of the best parts about this app. As I sit here and I'm looking at it. I'm just looking at the most wonderful, like everything's uh, in very easy to understand categories. It's very clear. It's very concise to be able to access each person. Um, and I definitely want to make sure that, um, I can help you in any way. So how do people reach you? How do therapists reach you? What's the best way to get more folks in?
0: it's easy to reach me. It's just, uh, Nestor at sanomind.com. So that's N E S T O R at Sanomine.com. Uh, I'm on, I'm on Instagram. Um, and the Instagram is Sanomine. Um, and yeah, those are the best places to reach me, email and, and Instagram.
1: Fantastic. So I will make sure that all of the connect, all of this is in the show notes so that when people want to connect with you, they can do it right there. And also I'll make sure that it like, say, if you are struggling with being able to figure out audio or anything like that, I'm also going to be a resource to any therapist that wants to be able to, if you're, if you're struggling, I don't know how to do this. I can, I'm happy to help as well. So um, is there anything else that you want the listeners to know, Nestor?
0: Yeah, I guess I would say one thing um, about the audio content and recording it and how difficult it is. Um, and the time, the time as well. I'm, I'm currently building um, for the app a new feature where therapists will now have their own login. Uh, it'll be a separate login from the users and they control their own profile. And within their profile, they can click record and submit right away. So now you don't have to look for any apps or web programs to like, oh my God, how do I record? Now, how do I email this? So everything will be done within the app, and now I'm giving all the all the access to the therapist. So they will no longer have to submit the content to me. Um, but it, it's gonna take it's gonna take a, a couple of weeks to build. So, but but it is coming. And and another thing that's coming, which I really get excited about, because not only do I want to build a community between therapists and 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 people all around the world, but I also want therapists. To, um, to have another way to make some side income. So there is going to be a monetization, a subscription model where if people love Erica's content, they can subscribe to you and pay you, let's say, let's say $7 a month. Uh, and then we will split that between, um, you know, the company and the therapist. So I, I, I want to, yeah, I want to be, I just want to be as helpful as possible to people and, and the therapist community.
1: Yeah. Service through technology. I just love this Nestor. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I cannot wait to share this with all of you. So we look forward. If you need anything, I know Nestor will get back to you very quickly. He is on the ball. He got right back to me when I communicated with him. So uh, every all of the contact information will be, again, be in the show notes. Thank you, Nestor. Thank you, Erica. Hey, thanks for listening to my interview today with Nestor Velez, the creator of Sanomind. Now, Sanomind is spelled S-A-N-O-M-I-N-D. And you can find it on the iTunes uh, and the Apple store. It's not on Android as of yet. I do believe that Nestor has plans to make sure that that's eventually to come. But if you'd like to connect with Sanomind, I know Nestor has uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, but I really like to interact with Sanomind on Instagram. So you can find that at S-A-N-O-M-I-N-D on Instagram. They also have a website, S-A-N-O-M-I-N-D.com. Also, if you would like to jump in and ask questions to me, I'm on Instagram, Erica Miley Therapy. You can find me there. I'd love to s I'd love to chat with you there. Or you can shoot me an email, Erica Erika at ericamiley.com. Or you can check out my website, ericamiley.com. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your questions. I'm going to be adding back some um more questions from you into episodes and things like that to come. And we're going to take a hiatus because me and my family are moving, a giant move, like across the country move. So again, reach out to us. I would love to hear from you.